All right, we're talking about it again, but this time um, it's good news when it comes to long-term care homes in Ontario. Yesterday, the uh, Premier and Marley Fullerton, the Minister of Long-Term Care, made an announcement about accelerated building. It's a pilot project um, which will build two new long-term care homes in Mississauga in a matter of months, not years. Here to talk about it is the Minister of Long-Term Care. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Kelly. Okay, so this is going to be a partnership with Trillium Health Partners and Infrastructure Ontario. Can you tell us what the goal is and how that will speed up um, the actual build on these two new long-term care homes? Yeah, thank you. So so this is a really exciting uh, project and it's a pilot. And uh, we're looking to build and have these beds ready, 640 beds uh, in 2021, coming very soon. And we understand the urgency uh, in the long-term care sector. So many people on the wait list. And after many years, uh, probably close to 20 years, of really not having much capacity built, uh, we are embarking on a redevelopment strategy that will include these beds, along with our redevelopment plans, our modernized funding uh, model, that will get uh, almost 20,000 additional beds up and, up and running in the coming years. So this is to be done by 2021. It, it will be on the Trillium Hospital uh, campus area using those lands. And uh, that is one of the things that is hard in these large uh, urban areas is the availability of land and the cost of land. So this is a really innovative um, approach to building long-term care homes faster. And we're really excited about uh, the partnership. Okay, so Trillium Health Partners has land in order to uh, use for building these long-term care homes. Would they have... Uh, been holding on to that land initially with a goal of building a bigger hospital? Because I know that they are going to expand uh, their one of their hospitals is in Mississauga. Well, the land, there's certainly enough land there. And uh, we have already announced 220 beds there back in, back in December. So this will be a net new of 440 uh, altogether. But I want to emphasize the importance of the integration uh, of hospitals um, and uh, long-term care. You know, you've seen the expertise from hospitals being very helpful to our long-term care sector uh, that was really under siege by, by COVID-19 and the importance of allowing the flow from hospital with our, you know, very vulnerable patients into long-term care to be able to keep hospital capacity uh, functioning and where it needs to be to meet the growing demand for care there as well. So, you know, our long-term care sector has to work hand in hand with our acute care sector and you can see that with this project. Will these um, new long-term care homes, would they be attached to the Trillium Hospital or will they just be sharing property? No, they're separate, completely separate. The long-term care beds uh, would be operated uh, by a not-for-profit group um, and uh, this is important to, to understand that they are separate entities. Um, but when we look at the whole healthcare sector, how, how coordinated uh, we can be will certainly add to efficiencies and allow people to get the care they need when they need it. It's just absolutely critical that we, um, we get these beds up and running. And it's, uh, the Mississauga area has a, a significant need uh, for long-term care spaces. And it's an aging population that is is um, really rapidly aging, so we understand the need there, and this is a way to to address that uh, urgent need. 
We are hearing, you know, uh, horror stories, of course, with long-term care homes. I'm sure you hoped I wouldn't go here, but I am going to go down this route because a lot of them are really old. The infrastructure's not there. They they actually don't even have air conditioning. Um, So with regard to these new long-term care homes, I'm looking at your media release, and it says the province will meet modern design standards. I love that, including features such as air conditioning in private or semi-private rooms beginning immediately. Why semi-private why not just all private because we know that putting people together has been a problem where COVID's concerned and even where influenza is concerned when it comes to our aging populace in these long-term care homes yeah thanks thanks for raising it kelly it's just such an important point uh you know we've seen in the last 15 years really a neglect of the sector homes that were built in 1972 have not been developed. And those wardrooms, those four-person rooms, they, they, they did play a role in, in uh, contributing to the spread of COVID-19. And so we're a new ministry. We started back in the summer of 2019 uh, looking at why these homes hadn't been developed. And uh, unfortunately, COVID uh, arrived before we were really able to get going on that. But we hit the ground running. We knew that we had a sense of urgency. We knew the imperative. And uh, in terms of the um, the private rooms, obviously, that is something that is um, important for um, uh, containing infection spread. But when we look at the, the double rooms or the rooms where they can be separated by a washroom, so they're not actually, in many cases, two beds in a room, but they can be separated by a washroom. Um, and some experts are telling us that this social aspect of having someone nearby um, mm. is actually good for people. And especially in our long-term care homes where really in some instances it's up to 80 percent of people uh, in the long-term care home have dementia and so the ability of people not to be socially isolated uh, is a really important um, area of concern and you've heard that with our the, the concerns about getting visitors back into our homes and we're working very hard to get that done and in fact today is the first day that we're open to uh, visitors inside the home, and I'm I'm thrilled about that. We've been following the chief medical officer of health advice about this, and it's been really, really, um, really hard on so many people. And also, uh, I, I think of it's a difficult decision to make uh, when you isolate people in that way, and we know the hardship that that's caused. But I'm very, very glad to say we're getting people back into those homes, and our essential caregivers play such an important role. Um, so, in terms of the builds, they are going to be modern design standards. And uh, having two people uh, close by, um, we'll have to make sure that those infection standards are, are met. But there are benefits to having other people around. Indoor visits, as you mentioned, and long-term care homes start today. What do people need to know about these uh, these indoor visits um, if they have people, loved ones in long-term care home? Yeah, so we're really pleased about this. To, it's been a long time. And uh, like I want to acknowledge, like I said, the, the hardship that this has caused many, many people, residents and family members alike. And um, what this will mean is starting today, uh, uh, family members and loved ones will be allowed into the long-term care homes uh, following a, a scheduled process. We need to allow the homes to be able to manage uh, that influx. And we, we need to be testing. They will require a test uh, within 14 days, not 14 days before, but within 14 days. And then they will have to attest verbally that their test was negative. This is, you know, it's an imperfect process, but we're learning Mm -hmm. as we go. And with COVID in the community, uh, as we reopen, we have to be vigilant. We have to understand 
um, you know, the levels in the community and, and do everything possible to keep it from coming into our homes. And that's why the testing is being required. Um, but the uh, homes will be required to provide uh, the PPE or the personal protective equipment. When we were doing the outdoor visits, uh, the masks were to be provided by the, um, the visitors. But once they go into the homes, it needs to be um, provided by the homes. We have to take into consideration all the um, restrictions that will keep our, our loved ones safe in, in the homes. So there'll, there'll still be a requirement for social distance. And uh, I, I'm just so glad to be able to let people back in. Why not have some sort of document that you can print off to show that, you know, instead of uh, your own uh, personal uh, testament, yeah, I've had the test, I'm negative. Why not have public health send a document to people that they could print off to prove that you know, what they say is true? Because yeah. we yeah. could have people yeah. endanger a loved one of ours by going in yeah. and saying, oh, I've had I the test, it. I'm all good. And we, we have a problem with people adhering to the mask rules. Yeah, I no, I hear you. I think the real issue is when we, the capacity for the people that are working flat out right now to generate that um, means a time lag. And so for people to be tested, then to get the form, then to get, make the scheduled appointment, then to get into the home, you could see the more steps we add, uh, the more delayed it becomes. And so my, you know, with all the, the, the stories of people in long-term care needing, you know, their loved ones to get in. Uh, I, I expect that anyone going into a long-term care home is going to be re- acting responsibly with the welfare of not only their loved one in long-term care, but the other residents, the staff, and other visitors. So the screening is stringent. And, you know, you can read the reports as well that the, the tests are not perfect themselves. So we don't have a perfect process. There is no perfection here, but we can provide every measure possible um, that we can take uh, to improve the safety of our residents in long-term care. But there is no perfection. Minister Fullerton, I want to thank you for your time today. Thanks for telling us about this new innovative approach to building long-term care homes faster. Let's hope we get the shovels in the ground very soon and get things going. Thank you. Thank you, Kelly. I really appreciate it. Have a great day.